0: contains four letter words nasty language vulgarity name calling and stories of trampy behaviour listeners of a sensitive dis dis discombobulation dis dis establishmentarianness discontinued dis dis hey you don't watch that Watch this! This is the heavy, heavy Marshall sound. One step beyond! That's enough with the echo. Now, where was I? Listeners who think they're going to be offended by any of that should go do something else. Like make a nice pudding or something. Like a a sticky willy. Or a jam roly-poly. Or a spotted dick. Or a spotted dick and custard sounds nice, sounds lovely. Or a nice crumble. Why not a nice crumble sound lovely? Maybe, maybe with some nice cream. Or maybe a nice gato.
1: It's the Jukey Radio yeah. Show. Hello, 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 hello. With me in the studio, Marcia McDonald.
2: Yeah, what up?
1: And Sylvia <laughs> Silversmith.
2: Hello, everyone. Marcia sounds a little pissed off.
1: <laughs> well, in a way, it's self-evident in the fact that this episode exists. This is the third instalment of Right Said Fred. Sylv's right. I'm fucking pissed off. In the last episode of Right Said Fred, you were going into great detail about how you were decanting vodka and tonic into uh, a fairly neutral looking receptacle, an old water bottle being used, as well as taking benzos. But the group itself didn't seem as fraught with difficulty as it did in the first instalment of Right Said Fred.
2: Oh, baby, we got our fraught back.
1: Right. Dookie, can I just interject for just one moment? Fire away. When you
2: come round to our house, you have probably noticed that there's water receptacles. Uh, There's a number of them always scattered about the kitchen in, in various states of fullness. Yes. You have to be very careful about rinsing them out and before you refill them because i often find that i open one of them up mm. only to get hit by the the odor of fermenting alcohol right yeah sorry about that sometimes i come home and i'm i'm kind of like not well you know i'm drunk when i get home so and then like <laughs> the next morning i'm hungover so i don't always rinse out and then yeah you get mixed up you don't think you know Mm. Yeah, you gotta rinse. You gotta rinse them out.
1: <laughs> you certainly do, <laughs> for safety reasons as well as for the flavor of the. Yeah, you
2: you don't want to soda be, siphon, it,
1: yeah. soda streamer. What the hell do you call those things? Yeah,
2: one of those soda stream whatever. You know, yes. there are other you know carbonated water maker things yes th- out there i'm not plugging them whatever i don't mm. think they're a very nice company whatever they've had whatever mind anyway.
1: you from the sounds of it the writing group isn't very nice either can
2: i just say that i've gotten really expert at decanting
1: really yeah so i mean last time you ended up in a piss stinking alleyway <laughs>
2: Well, uh, no, no, yeah, that was the first time. And then the second time, it was in some kind of uh, sketchy little park. You know, things don't get that sketchy around there because it's a really rich neighborhood. But this park is like the size of, it's like four foot square. Okay. So I sat there. Uh, And this time, I did it on the run.
1: So you were able to decant your Marks and Spencer's vodka and tonics. Yeah. Into your water bottle Yeah. while walking.
2: Yeah, so I got the cap in one hand, the bottle in the same hand, and then in the other hand I'm, I'm popping the, the cans and I'm pouring them in all the while walking by these like 10 million pound mansion houses going, oh, wow, that's really pretty. I wonder who lives there. You know, wow! Somebody's uh, got a lot of money. A lot of me people got a lot of money.
1: Meanwhile, one hand, one finger, you're going. Yeah,
2: psss. and then, but you know, it was quiet and it was kind of dark. But then these people started walking towards me, and I kind of had to like hide behind uh, uh, some guttering.
1: You are aware that in the UK we don't have the same rules and regulations and yeah. laws pertaining to drinking alcohol in public.
2: I don't want to look like a skank.
1: It, Dookie, it's different. It's Marks and Spencer's vodka and tonic, for have, fuck's sake. You have to understand where where
2: the country in which we come from, Marcia and I. That you just can't do that without certain labels being put on you. You just you just don't walk around popping a can of alcohol without people making some assumptions. And it's just hard to get that out of your head.
1: Do you need a paper bag for these purposes in future? Mind you, if yeah,
2: because you... that always works. You know, somebody drinking something out of a can and a paper bag, you're like, yeah, that's a diet coke. Yeah, yeah, that's really fooling everyone. You know, I don't give a shit. What I mean, maybe I do give a shit. I obviously do give, give, a, give shit a shit what people think about me. I just don't want people to think that I'm an alcoholic. Right, because if I am an alcoholic, that's between me and my maker, whoever the fuck that is. Mm. Okay, so and your liver. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Thank you. It's between me and my liver, and it, you know I don't want anybody like coming up. I guess when you come from the states, you you assume that somebody's gonna intervene. Pretty quickly. Mm. Like, so if they see you with a bottle, you know, a can on, they're, they're, they're pretty soon you're going to come home, right? And you're going to have all of your family and all your friends in your living room with some, some psychiatrist you know telling you that you're going off to the rehab and if you don't that they're going to cash you out of your law li- their lives forever that's what's going to happen and i and i can't get that out of
1: my head i mean do you think you may go to one of these writing group meetings in future and there'll be i don't know dr rosenberg there yeah
2: there's gonna be and, you and, and sylv and like my mom mm, and my my brother and everybody sitting there going along with
1: fred bitch face yeah and Babs. Dr.
2: fucking Drew was all mm. sitting there going, right, you either go to rehab now or we're never going to see. And, and that, I think Sylv's more worried about looking like a skank. I, I'm more worried about, I don't want a fucking intervention. I mean, Jesus, do you have the time for that kind of shit? But
1: you really have developed quite an amazing skill to decant any type yeah. of liquid it's from good. a can into a bottle. Yeah, while walking, and you get to look at these, you know, there's some
2: beautiful houses that you wouldn't normally look at because if you're there just for shopping or coffee or whatever, you're not going to go down these little neighborhood roads. But because I wanted to, you know, not bump into anybody in the writing group, I, I go down these little different roads, and all these mansions going, Oh, wow, it's really pretty. But then I bump in, so there's only you know when you're going to Fred's house, you're only really going to turn off the main road, but I'm coming from the opposite direction where there's no tube stops, there's no train stations, there's no bus stops. There's no reason for me to be coming from that direction,
1: and I mean in- you, you could work around there. Well, are you worried about bumping into people who think, yeah, so then I why bump is she into, coming yeah, yeah. from the other side?
2: Yeah, I bump into Freud. Remember Freud? Oh, I thought
1: Freud left the, the He group. hasn't
2: been around for a while because he's got new psychotherapy patients, mm. right? So he tells me.
1: I have a lot of patients, but I still want to be able to write.
2: Yeah, he's so not German, but uh, mm. he's more prussian than you are.
1: Uh, we have called him Freud, so presumably yeah, he would because have of a, what he does for a, a Teutonic... Living. Allow me to do the yeah, whole okay, psychotherapist fair. thing yeah, with a Teutonic right, accent. Okay, okay. You're being overly literal, yeah, Marsha. okay, fair You're enough. You're not being yourself.
2: Well, you know, I got an apostrophe wedged up my fair fucking enough, ass. Fair enough, I'm... I understand. And, you know, of all people you don't want to bump into, coming from a, a different direction down which there is nothing... Is Freud because he's going to look at me, going, you know, why is she coming from this weird direction? Why, you know, why wouldn't, you know, he's going to think because that's what he does for a living. He's a psychotherapist, right? He's going to think. Maybe nobody right. else will, but he will. <laughs> anyway,
1: but it's Chelsea. It's not like you're going to be coming from some derelict housing estate.
2: And that make it worse. Cause it's like, well, what are you? What are you doing? You're hanging out with Richard Branson around. What but, are you doing? You and Kate Moss maybe got to have are. a few jars uh, I mean, really, before?
1: I really, I really don't think he cared that much about no,
2: it. I, I Yeah, no, I know. I'm sure he doesn't care. He probably
1: thought, oh, she must have taken the bus. Oh, she does smell a bit of vodka. Well,
2: exactly. And can I just say one more thing about my journey there? Uh, Where I I go to the same Marks and Spencers every time to buy my vodka. Mm. And every time the same lovely cashier rings up my purchases... And, and she's really sweet. And, you know, it's like starting to get to a point where we're going to be chit-chatting. Mm. You know, because in this country, you, you have to go to a, a store a number of times before you start the chitting and the chatting. Yes. Right? So now we're getting to... And I'm like, oh, shit, man. Uh, now, like, she's going to... Oh, here comes the woman who's buying three cans of double vodka every Thursday evening. (laughs) Like she comes. Like clockwork. Like clockwork. And she's got an enormous handbag, right? Because I got to carry this massive shoulder bag so I can keep my cans. Got to, you know, my cans are rattling. I got to find some way of my cans not rattling around because there's no recycling places around this rich neighborhood. So I got to bring them home. And so you're
1: worried about your cans rattling away?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't want to walk into the writing group like rattling, like, like you know. I've got. They're to, gonna have an intervention. I'm telling you.
1: I've got a coping strategy for you. What? Socks. Put what? some socks over the cans. Oh.
2: Uh, now that is a good idea. That is a really good idea. You should patent that idea. That is a good idea.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure the world is just. Crying out for... North Americans
2: way. would want that. How to hide my cans in my bag.
1: How to hide your drink problem as well as yeah. saving the environment. What
2: is that cheesy television where they have all the infomercials? Where they make all that shit. Is it JML? Yeah, JML. <laughs> like by, J, by JML, we're the new can sock for the alcoholic in you. You know, that's what I need. I don't want to walk in rattling. So now now I know this lovely person at Marks and Spencer's who's probably knowing me as the alcoholic. I'm walking into writing group rattling with all my fucking
1: cans. So what worries you more? The fact that your writing group participants will know that you're drinking alcohol? Or is it because of the the guilt of you possibly dispensing of those in a non-green fashion? Dookie. Is it that you're afraid that if you were to lob those bits of aluminium into the local bin, a non-recyclable bin, that somebody would have to shoot a polar bear in the fucking face? Well,
2: Dookie, you know, you and I both know Sylph, right? Yes. What is Sylph? She's the queen of recycling, right?
1: I admire that, and I do my bit. I do care.
2: Whenever I'm working outside of London, lots of time, because I use lots of flip chart paper, so there have been times where I've actually stowed it in my suitcase to bring it home and put it on our recycling. And I'll also bring my coffee cups home, too. That's admirable. No, it's insane!
1: Borderline bag lady. You don't,
2: don't, yeah, don't encourage her. So she's gotten in this recycling worm in my head... So, like, I can't throw these cans away. Because, yeah, some poor polar bear is going to die. And if that happens, Sylve's going to be upset. And I don't want to upset Sylve. So i got to bring my cans home with me. Because this neighborhood where everybody's like a bajillionaire, I don't know, for some reason they can't put up
1: a fucking recycling bin. They've got staff to do that, clearly.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm walking in with Freud... With my cans rattling, mm. and I'm trying to let off some carbonation from my water. Look, I'm doing a little gesture here, like mm. like I'm unscrewing the cap of my water bottle. I'm, I'm trying to let off some carbonation, because one time when I was at work, I, I did just genuinely have water in my bottle, but I, I opened it up, and so much pressure built up in it that mm. the, the cap... Like, boom, like a champagne cork, and hit the ceiling and nearly hit one of my colleagues. And so that gave me the heads up, like, fuck, man, make sure you don't do that when you're at writing group because that'll really suck. <laughs> you know, it would have sucked bad enough at work, but at least it
1: was just water. Death by vodka and tonic propelled. Water bottle cap.
2: Yeah, so I try to use the time walking up the nine bajillion stairs up to Fred's apartment to let off some of the carbonation. Plus, you can kind of smell that it's it's not water. You can smell, like, the, the tonic and the and the vodka.
1: It's medicine.
2: Yeah, so I'm trying to unscrew it, except that I got Freud fucking right behind me, mm. making
1: shitty chatty. What do you think about the size of this bottle and the shape?
2: It, well, yeah,
1: so... It's quite phallic.
2: That's everything that builds up to my getting there.
1: Okay. Right. Is
2: that all right?
1: Right. So the polar bears are safe. Yeah. You've managed to decant your alcohol yeah. into a neutral looking receptacle yeah. and with degasify ease. it. Yes. Yeah. So all is good. You are there. You arrive. Yeah. And I understand that this group now has a new member. Yeah.
2: Before we get to Dickwad, Mm. which might give everyone a little hint as to how I might be feeling about
1: this new person. Yes. Uh, Can we talk food? Oh, yes. It seems as though food is at the epicenter of Fred's world. Fuck, man. You've had croissants. You've had cakes. And... I don't know. I'm not sure if we predicted it on air. We certainly discussed it off pod. I predicted that this most recent session was all going to be about the fruit. Well, Fruit-based cakes.
2: Yeah, because, you know, the last time we were, we were talking about this, we had Babs reading the stories of the individual chocolates that she'd brought, uh. which is when I chose to flee. Mm. And, and now I know that you and Sylve have this little syndicate, this little betting syndicate mm. going about what's going to be the food. and what, so
1: You know about that, do you? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, oh, I right, might okay. have heard. <laughs> I would just like to interject again if if that's okay. We, I would like to say thanks that, for telling much Martha. I would like to say that Dookie you were right last week. Mm. You were right cuz you said flaky pastry. Yes. And all of a sudden we both get texts from Martha going, "Oh my god, it's croissants." <laughs> it so, and that a is a, indeed true a flaky, triumph that is a flaky pastry. Mm. And then but this past week there we were both wrong sadly. We were both because you had said some sort of fruit paste based thing, mm. and I think you were thinking like an American
1: pie, like a cherry yeah, or pie, an or an apple something. turnover, yeah, or a crumble, or, or like something. a Dorset apple cake, that kind Where of thing. Where I was
2: going along more along the lines of like a, a Danish, mm. like an apricot Danish, right? Know, and we were both wrong, very sadly. Yeah. No. This week it was savory, so it was focaccia.
1: Focaccia.
2: From uh,
1: Waitrose, he seems very excited. I presume Frederick yeah. presented this to Bless his the heart. gang. Yeah, and does he announce it in? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Behold! Yeah, yeah. Here's some focaccia <laughs> from Waitrose. Bless it. It sounds like a dodgy advert.
2: Yeah. no it, well, he doesn't really. He just. But I mean, he apologizes for everything. So he'll say, "Well." Help yourself to the Focaccia. They were on sale, but they were from Waitrose. Because Waitrose, you know, is like the, a posh, you know, the higher end grocery store for people who don't know.
1: So he's miserly, but in a posh world.
2: Well, bl- yeah. I mean, bless him. I mean, I, I don't, you know, he doesn't have a steady income stream and, and, and.
1: I'm not surprised.
2: Well, yeah, it's like stop trying to feed us. You know, I just want to tell him like well, I'm not here feeder. to fucking eat, man. I want to just like a so a cup of tea would be probably be fine for everyone, and and I'm golden because I got alcohol.
1: You brought your own, thank you.
2: <laughs> so this week we had focaccia, and uh, okay, so what what where should we go from there? Well,
1: focaccia.
2: Can I just say I'm taking a sip of out of my receptacle now, and this actually is just water. Oh, it is genuinely
1: just water. I can confirm to the listeners night. that yeah.
2: it's a school night. I can't be, you know.
1: Mind you, the group Mind takes the place the on a group, school night. Yeah, but
2: be I don't I don't often work on a Friday, so you know. I'm just saying, I'm not. You know, Thursday's a new Friday anyway. You know, you can drink on a Thursday. <laughs> I don't give you a shit.
1: Um, so. You've made it to writing group and... So twice now since the last time yes. we podcasted. And I understand this time that uh, Bitchface, she was under the spotlight with her recent opus.
2: Dookie, mm. I have a hatred for her that burns in me...
1: I haven't ...like noticed. an
2: all-consuming flame. I... I haven't noticed. I... I don't like to think about the fact that I might have some violent tendencies. I'd, I'd try to keep that on the DL. Mm. Uh, with her, yeah. Uh, uh, my my hatred for her is primal. Mm. You know, it is it is primal.
1: She does seem to be an unsavory character. It,
2: it could even be feral. If I let it go. Right. Yeah, I could, you know, quite happily burst her jugular.
1: As one does.
2: Just saying. You know, it could get mm. feral like that.
1: So this time you're benzo free, thankfully.
2: Yeah, I haven't been on the benzo because Sylv won't let me.
1: I think that's a good idea.
2: Dookie, you can't be handing out benzodiazepines. No. Willy nilly. No It wouldn't be responsible of me No it wouldn't So and and <laughs> I have a duty to look after her <laughs> Our dear said, So I did have to say to her you can have benzos or you can have alcohol But if you have benzos you have to promise me not to drink and She couldn't promise me that and we're very honest with each other So bless her heart She's just doing the alcohol But the benzos are here Should she decide to shun the alcohol one night And just go for the little blue pill
1: Right <laughs> so there's an option to go bless for her. one yeah. or the other, but she's, not both.
2: She's, she's being responsible. You know, I had a couple of good weeks of mixing, and bless Sylve's heart, she's she's doing her best to be responsible with the drugs and the alcohol.
1: The Janice Joplin plan is a thing of the past. I don't want her to die in a bathtub Neither or do a do I. swallowing
2: her own tongue.
1: I don't want that for her, and Fair it enough. wouldn't be good. Mm. And
2: we would miss her dreadfully if she died. Yeah, I don't want to die some rock and roll novel writing death, because that would be shit, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, oh, wow, she was so rock and roll, she was writing her novel, and she keeled over because their writing group got her in such a rage that she keeled over from too many benzos
1: and alcohol. She's like a female charles bukowski dude
2: yeah i mean it's not you know janice joplin god rest your soul you know that's a little bit more rock and roll and you know than being at your writing group we in in chelsea in like one of the richest neighborhoods in the world you know that is not good you don't want that so you know just the alcohol yeah just the alcohol and Mm. bitch face She confused me two weeks ago because it was my turn in the hot seat. Mm. And she was actually quite pleasant about the piece that I had turned in.
1: I mean, after all, a stopped clock does tell the right time twice a day.
2: Yeah, like she wasn't a bitch about Mm. it. and I'm proud of her. Yeah, so... And can I just just say that as a result of everyone, you know, hating my first chapter, it's been jettisoned. If I can use that word. I like that word.
1: You've jettisoned your yeah, everybody, first chapter. Yeah,
2: everybody hated it. And I thought eight people can't be wrong. So I just want to say that because I just want to say that I'm not concerned. If people have constructive shit to say about my content, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Just don't treat me like a dick. Okay, you got a mm. problem with what I've written? I'm cool with that. So the first chapter gone, done. It's gone. It's buried. It's done. It's dead. Right? Gone. Don't treat me like a dick. Okay, which we're gonna come to because we've had some we've had some dick watery. Okay.
1: Right. So,
2: so the first week after the last podcastings, uh, she was quite pleasant, and I kind of thought, well, I don't know what to think about that. Okay. Mm, it's a kinda, shock to the system. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing in a way because I was enjoying my hatred. Mm. But now it's back. It's back.
1: What happened? What did she do? What did she say?
2: Dookie, and this is where our new friend comes in. Okay, you ready for him to make his entrance? Yes,
1: you hinted at the arrival of this person. So I know the basics, but I don't know the intricate details. Just Tell me more.
2: Picture a big butt. Yeah, can you picture that? Can you picture a big spotted white hairy ass? I'm a big flabby yes. butt right. walking into Fred's space. Mm. Okay, and that's this nice <laughs> Yeah. I'm an ass. If the props department, like at the BBC, had to cast this guy, they would just go back into their props department and they would just go, oh, hey, look, we got that big, spotty, hairy ass. Why don't we just use that and we'll save some money on Mm. an actor's fee?
1: And in order to protect the guilty, we cannot reveal this person's name. Yeah. But we need a name and we take names... In Right Said Fred, very seriously.
2: So this guy's got one of those posh boy names. Mm. But I've decided to call him Trenton. Trenton? Yeah, because it sounds a little bit like his real name. And I knew a Trenton in high school
1: and he was a dick. Right, so you're naming... This chap, man, after a nemesis of yours from your school days. Yeah, this guy was
2: a fucking dickhead. So
1: Trenton, the man.
2: He's Assman. So just when you're picturing him, people,
1: just picture a big butt. Actually, there's a bit of a link there. Trenton Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails, a band from Cleveland, Ohio, a place that you're from.
2: I can assure you it's Mm. not the same guy.
1: Okay, I think he's a fair number of bit, years older, older than yourself yeah also i'm not 100 sure if he's from ohio originally but the band are anyway that doesn't matter trenton the writing group participant why has he managed to get under your skin as much as he has
2: well because the guy's a dick right for a start is that a good place to start
1: it's a self-evident feature
2: okay so bitch face is back and it's her time in the hot seat Right. Right? Well, she never really went away. She's just been there. She's there. Right. She was quite pleasant, and now she's not. And she still doesn't say hello or anything. So I just look at her, and she looks at me, mm. and she's like, whatever. So she's written this story. Okay? Mm. And i got to tell you how it starts, because that's part of the reason Trenton is a dick. So she writes this story... There's two people. There's one we'll call her Debbie. Debbie. Okay? And then there's the narrator. Okay? Mm. So Debbie's going in for an operation. And what, what
1: kind of operation?
2: Well, there's the crux. Okay. Okay?
1: Well, she so, okay? she's okay. She is a life-threatening condition well, that requires Medical intervention, surgical intervention.
2: Debbie doesn't know the narrator that well. But she says, I need an operation. Will you go with me? Will you come to pick me up? Because I need somebody to pick me up. Right? Right. And the narrator says, okay, it's a bit weird that we don't really know each other that well, but I'll go with you. And what's the operation for? And Debbie says, I'm not going to tell you. Right? Right. And the narrator goes, uh, okay, well, what time do you want, to be the- want me to be there? And Debbie goes... The operation will be done exactly at six o'clock. Exactly.
1: I presume that this operation is not taking place via an NHS concern? Well,
2: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So then, so she goes to have this operation in this really dystopian concrete building. Mm. So say like...
1: An HS hospital.
2: Well, no, like a, like a concrete, like, like, it sounded like it made me think of the Royal Festival Hall. So if you don't know the Royal Festival Hall, it's just a great big lump of 60s concrete that sits on the edge of the Thames. Mm. And what do you have in there, Dookie? You got places to eat. Mm. You got concert halls. You got a library. You got public places to just sit and chit and mm. Uh a lot of stuff goes on. Like, don't they have a cinema there and everything?
1: Yes. And the, they have an art gallery there. That's a right. Yeah. Hayward's so, Gallery, National Film Theater. So,
2: yeah, it's like that. But for some reason, it's got a clinic in it. Right. Okay, so then the narrator goes off talking about this building.
1: And
2: mm. all the concretiness of this building and how concretey and cementy it is. Right. And cementy and concretey. And concretey and cementy. Yada, yada, yada. Get to the end. Uh, picks up Debbie at exactly six o'clock. Mm. The end.
1: What about the operation?
2: Well, thank you. What about the fucking operation?
1: Oh, Did the. Person die and no,
2: no, no, she goes and picks the her narrator up.
1: Narrator is wandering around, no, nope, no, nope. Limboville. She
2: picks her up, uh, says thank you for coming to pick me up. Uh, so many, concretey, so concretey, concretey. Concrete. A few years later, they find each other on Facebook and they say, Hey, the end, the fucking end, Dookie, the fucking end. You hear what I'm saying?
1: So, a stranger. A near stranger asks for somebody to collect them from hospital post-operation at a very specific time. Dookie. Kind of sounds like a termination, if I'm absolutely honest. Yeah, that's what a
2: couple of us thought. I thought that. Somebody else, uh, butt face, uh, Trenton thought that it was plastic surgery. Right. I think that you and and Syl might want to role play it. Right,
1: right. I'm like, well up for that. Okay,
2: Sylv like Sylv can play Debbie, right? And you could play the narrator.
1: Okay, I'll happily I'm do that. Up for this? Okay, let's I'm do it. Up for this?
2: So, Dookie, would you like to call scene, and we'll uh, to start
1: and finish. Scene.
2: Uh excuse me. Narrator: mm. Yes. Do you remember me, Debbie? We met oh, at school. We met at that thing yes. a while back. Yes, ages ago. It's been
1: ages. It's been forever. How are you doing? You look absolutely great.
2: Well, thank you very much, and I wish I was doing well, but uh, sadly, I need an
1: operation. Okay. That's a bit heavy to drop on me. Yes, but are I'm you very your what sorry, kind of operation? Seeing
2: as I haven't seen you in so long and we hardly it's been know each other. it ages and I now know.
1: you hit me with this operation yes, shit.
2: and I was wondering, even though you, I don't know you
1: very well uh, now. You later, don't, but I, I get a nice feeling from yes. you, although I'm now worried about this operation. Well,
2: I was wondering if you could come to the clinic and pick me up after my... Operation is over at exactly six o'clock on the day. Goodness, exactly.
1: Is this a Swiss-run company, or?
2: Well, I'm. I'm just here to tell you it's going to end at exactly and six. And when o'clock. is this
1: happening? Uh, Tuesday. On Tuesday.
2: Yes. If you could come pick me up, even though I don't know you very well at all.
1: Uh, I mean you don't. Um, but that's putting a great deal of trust. Yes. In in is. me. Yes. A, a, a seemingly, you know. A stranger, really.
2: Yes. So, would you do it? Would you come pick me
1: up? Uh, why the fuck not? It's for been this a long while.
2: Incredibly mysterious uh, are operation. You, are you
1: sure that you're okay? I- I'm okay. I've not seen you in fucking years. You're now hitting me with an operation. And and you know what, narrator? I'm
2: not going to tell you what it's for. Right. So go on. Ask me what it's for.
1: W- what is this operation well, for?
2: I think that's none of your business.
1: So you're going to be slightly rude to me, mm-hmm. yet you want to instill in me the responsibility to have to go and collect your sorry ass on yep. Tuesday at are a you... very specific time. But you are going to do it, aren't you, narrator? I will happily do that because I'm well brought up and I'm worried about you. And perhaps you will open up about it later on. I won't. In the story. But but
2: thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday at exactly six o'clock.
1: Excellent. I'm going to go and wander around and look at some postmodern architecture. Oh, wonderful. Ooh, all that concrete. Nice. Scene.
2: Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well done.
1: But hang on. We haven't got to the end, though. So I've been staring at architecture, looking at buildings. Wandering around alleyways and hallways, that's, admiring the work of that's it, very clever people.
2: That, that is it, that's just it. Operation no. building, 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 yeah. accept each other's friend requests on Facebook. That's it. But the yeah, you can say, but all you want. The There's narrator nothing does else. collect
1: her from yeah, hospital. Yeah, she picks her up. Oh, can we at least do that scene, Sylvia? Oh, hello, uh hope i'm not late it's exactly six o'clock no and i just got out and thank you very much
2: for picking me up i'll, I'll see you later I'll, I'll i'll look you up on facebook in about 10 years when it's invented <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> and seen <laughs> so shouldn't she have said oh i'll uh, i'll look you up on myspace oh yes i'll look <laughs> you up on myspace and then what 10 years later 10 years later i get a friend request
2: Oh, hey! Oh. Look, she accepted my friend request. Oh, nice. The end. See? Yeah, the end. That's it. That's it. So, that's the story. That's the that's the story. So, we come to critiquing this story, okay? Mm. And I struggled. I struggled with this story. Uh, it didn't hit me in the solar plexus, okay? Not that everything has to, but I uh, yeah. So I said, I'm struggling. Uh, I got hung up on what this operation was all about, and I couldn't get it out of my mind. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, oh, we never found out what the operation was for. Okay? Mm. And bitch face, who's sitting right next to me, doesn't even look at me, doesn't respond, doesn't say anything. And and you know, you're not supposed to say anything while you're being critiqued, but She just had a face like, I love this British expression that you people say. She had a face like a smacked ass. Mm. Right? Speaking of. Similar
1: to Trenton's head.
2: Speaking of asses, Mm. I never met this guy before in my life. So he's new to the group. He was there one of the nights that I wasn't there. Some of the other people know him and I don't.
1: New to you, but. New to me. Only just about familiar. Yeah to the rest of the gang. A bit like the narrator to Operation Woman.
2: Can I give you a heads up on this guy? Because I, I went away and, and looked him up on, on Facebook and just to try to get a handle on why he's such a dick, mm. okay? Because that's what we do nowadays. So somebody if somebody acts like a dick and you think, what what are they all about, right? Well, at least I do anyway. So under education, Dookie... He didn't like a lot of us graduated from the same university program, and and he didn't. That's fine, you know, whatever. Mm. Okay, so guess what he's put under education? His education.
1: So he didn't put down an actual institution, no?
2: There, yeah, no, it because de- right. he hasn't, oh, you no. know, uh, yeah, you know, don't you? He I hasn't bet you done, know, oh, he god,
1: he hasn't done the
2: oh, god,
1: university of life, yeah. Ly- yeah.
2: School of Hard Knocks University of Life. Uh, you know.
1: Well, no, he hasn't used both of he them. Has used he used both. So one is a college within the university. Like? The School of Hard Knocks yeah. at the University of Life. Like
2: listen people, I'm really sorry if you've got that on your profile and if you do, could you take it off please? If you haven't gone to college or or whatever the fuck university or whatever, it's fine. It's absolutely fine, okay? And not everyone wants to go. And it's... God forbid everybody would want to go. That would be stupid. The world needs all kinds of different... People who learn in different ways. We don't... You know, if we were all academic, that would be shit. no, no, this
1: is hogwash. The world doesn't need fucking Trenton. This guy's an asshole. Yeah, that's
2: what I'm trying to say. The the world doesn't need this guy, okay? Mm. So... I say my little spiel about bitch faces peas. I didn't want to say anything, but when you don't say anything, people start picking on you. And if you don't say anything, somebody will ask, Well, Marcia, don't you have anything to say? So I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna say it and I'm gonna get it out of the way. Okay. So we got Trenton with his big butt face, tears off my head and pisses down my neck. Okay. And never get it. And he went, Well, you know, I thought it was great and I loved it. And I went, oh, okay, well, uh, all I'm saying is I just got a little hung up on, on the operation because I read more for people than for place. That's just me. I said, some people read more for people than for place. And he, and he, 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 he fucking went for me. And he went, well, really? Well, some people read more for place than for people. And yeah. I was like, "What? You know, like when somebody's like that hardcore? Like my hair was blowing." Oh, back. how
1: how very a uh, school of hard knocks of this Yeah, chap. Well,
2: I mean, and I was just looking at him like, "What is your fucking problem? Like we'd only, we'd only been in this group for like five minutes, you know. By the time we got the fucking focaccia taken care of, uh, and and already you're like all up in my shit, and I'm like." And then Fred's sitting there going, well, I love it. Right. I love it. Dookie, the, the conversation got so heated that somebody actually had to, like, bring it back.
1: Oh, really? So a bit like, um, you know, Jerry Springer... When the warring factions have yeah, to be Yeah, 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 like
2: the big Steve the Bouncer guy had to come out and, like, pull us off of each other because mm. we're all up in each other's face. And it wasn't just me and him. It was, like, everybody, like, and, and so this woman very politely had to say, well, boy, uh, this this story has really got us very divided. And I was like, well, that's because some of us think it's a heap of shit and some of us think it's great and, you know, whatever, it's just all about whatever she intends you know if she intends it for it to be all about place then she's gotta realize that some people are gonna hate it and some people are gonna love it and that's
1: fine what about the fucking operation
2: Dookie I don't know and she didn't you know so finally it comes to her bit where she can talk and and she just like she was just like giving this smug little smile every time Fred and Trenton are going oh wow this is work genius like uh, like looking at them like oh wow you guys really got my vision, and every time I'm talking she's like scowling like well if you're too stupid to get my vision then that's your problem, right? Mm. And so one of my go fuck yourselves. Is gonna be planted right smack on uh, Trenton's butt head of a forehead. Okay, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Fuck. Go fuck yourself. I just met you. All we're doing here is expressing an opinion, and i would barely gotten the words out of my mouth before he's all up in my fucking shit. Go fuck yourself. Get over yourself in your university of life and your school of fucking hard knocks dick watery. Okay? Mm. You see what I'm saying here?
1: Oh, I hear you loud and clear.
2: Dookie, I'm thinking maybe there's a blossoming romance
1: between Martha oh, goodness, and, yeah. and this Trenton person. In the words of Paula Abdul, opposites attract...
2: Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen for all kinds of reasons. I
1: can think of a few. Uh,
2: mostly because he can go fuck himself.
1: Fair enough. I can't blame you. I'm not uh, enjoying the sound of this man. He sounds like a an a- asshole. He's
2: a university of life, oh, you know. Really, he did both of them. Just who gives a shit where you went. To school, I mean, or, or didn't. I don't give a shit. Mm. But you didn't go to the University of Life. You know, didn't everybody go there? I mean, we're all in the University of Life.
1: Yeah, some people burn the candle at both ends, darling.
2: It's just a given that you're at the University of Life, right? Mm. So, oh, and my other go fuck yourself is to bitch face.
1: Go fuck yourself.
2: get over yourself like you know firstly have some fucking manners when you walk into a room full of oh can i just add one other thing narrator Mm. of the story not debbie of the operation but narrator Mm. has a good couple of paragraphs about how much she hates people and she likes going to i'm assuming the narrator is a woman she likes going to this concrete dystopian building because it's a way of being out without having to talk to anybody. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to read biography into everybody's writing. Because that's not always the case. But. It is with me. But it's not always the case. But I just thought, you know what? You're talking about you there. Right? You, you you hate people. And you know what? If you hate people, then I fucking hate you. I don't have any time for you. Right? Right? She's made it really clear that she hates us. She holds us all in contempt if we don't like her stuff. She can't even say fucking hello when she walks into a room. Mm. I've tried to be nice to her. Go fuck yourself. If you hate people, go fuck yourself. What are you doing around spending your Thursday evenings with a bunch of people if you hate us all?
1: To get her a- Ego massage. Well,
2: yeah, it's like she's just there to... She wants people to love her. And if you don't, then you're just one of the people that she
1: hates extra hard. In Right Said Fred episode two, didn't she say something along the lines of your, you know, critique and your yeah. comments really yeah, don't matter yeah. because yeah. I've had this piece published anyway yeah so yeah, fuck you
2: yeah go fuck yourself and this one she, she didn't really say anything at the end she was just like well you know the operation's not supposed to matter and I was like well don't don't fucking put it in there okay because people like me are going to be like yeah but what was the operation for okay just like you asked. and <sighs> when I told Silva about it that night she was like yeah but what was the operation for well exactly Because if you care about people, if somebody says, I'm having an operation, your first question is, what's it for? And I also had a question about, I'm not sure that I really buy going to pick somebody up from an operation who you hardly know, right? Mm. Trenton decides that he doesn't like this comment either. And in fact, he wants to, you know, he, he wants to rumble now. And I'm like, yeah, you want to fucking rumble? we we'll fucking rumble over this woman's piece of shit story. Because cause I was like, well, I'm not really sure that that's plausible. And he went, no, I think you'll find that if somebody says they need an operation that, you know, any human being would go with them. And I was like, OK, yeah, but it begs the question, doesn't this woman have any friends or where's her family or, you know, what? Does she have anybody mm. a little closer to her? I mean, maybe not,
1: but it begs the question, right? Haven't seen you in years. Would you like to collect me from my surgery? Yes, yeah,
2: like, well, where's her, where's her friends, her family, colleagues, somebody, anybody? So it begs the question, right? But that's because I read for people and not for place. And Trenton can go fuck himself. Okay, mm. you getting what I'm saying here?
1: Oh, I hear you.
2: Right. We got another go fuck yourself that needs to be awarded. <laughs> Dookie, mm. this has caused
1: outrage in our house. I do know what this Out- involves. Outrage. I do know.
2: I got an apostrophe up my butthole that is wedged up there, man. Uh, so I got... I was in the hot seat a couple of weeks ago and I, and, you know, people were pretty positive. So, you know... And I thought, you know, I'm not going to ruin that by reading what they've written. Okay? Because everybody writes you notes. Mm. And I remember the first one. I read them on the way
1: home on the tube. Indeed. And Bitch Face described your piece as being as, annoying. As
2: annoying. Right. right. So I thought, you know what? They were all pretty positive. I'm not going to read the comments because I'll just go to bed thinking about the negative shit. Let me just enjoy the positives for just a little while. Mm. So I left him a couple of weeks.
1: A couple of weeks?
2: Yeah. So, remember Babs?
1: Yes, with the young baby. She
2: brought a baby the first time. Yes. And she doesn't shut up. Okay? Mm. she doesn't shut up she goes on in fact bubbles the last time we were there babs was going on and on and bubbles actually rolled her eyes and crossed her arms and i thought oh good i'm glad i'm not the only one that's getting pissed off babs that's part of the reason i get drunk because it's like god i'm gonna have to sit through your fucking monologue man and it's (sighs) fucking bores the shit out of me (sighs) hearing her rip people to shreds because of some fucking Period placement.
1: Full I stop placement. I don't mean like
2: a menstruation.
1: I genuinely was confused there for a bit, <laughs> particularly with this group. You never know.
2: So can I can I go back a little? So everybody gives you their hard copy on the night. Mm. So everybody talks, and then they give you their notes with on handwritten paper. Written notes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or she does hers typed, which we'll come back to. Mm. Like where you can put comments down the margins. And I thought, you know, fine, okay. And I took him home. I get up the next morning, and I'm up at like eight thirty, and I have a message from her in my inbox. And it seems like she got up thinking, "Oh shit, I know what Marcia needs. Marcia really needs not just a hard copy she desperately needs the soft copy because my comments are just that important that she better have two fucking copies. Right. So I'm like, what did you do? You got two little kids to get up out of bed, but you thought, no, this woman needs to be bestowed with my comments in two different fucking formats. Right? So I'm like, get over yourself. Right? And then, you are ready for the peace day resistance? Bring it on. (sighs) one of her comments this fucking uh, (laughs) this woman says under she, she writes the heading improvements and then numbers all the things that I need to improve and number one is she says punctuation your apostrophes are all over the place right go fuck yourself
1: go fuck yourself Ugh. Go
2: fuck yourself. So. Because I look through it because I know where to stick an apostrophe, right? And there was one that my my right ring finger must have tripped up.
1: Shit happens.
2: It's a first draft, people. Okay? It's not up for the booker. Okay?
1: To err is juman.
2: One, one misplaced apostrophe. Now you tell me, Dookie and Sylvia, you tell me. Does that constitute all over the place no that would not no definitely no no not that's that's like being critiqued by a tabloid you know where they take like one thing and just apply it to the whole world <clears throat> like one teenager you know who smokes some weed or something, and the headline is all teenagers hooked on marijuana. <clears throat> That's like that.
1: City hit by drug wave.
2: That's it. Yes. That's it. It's like hyperbole. It's just total hyperbole. Yeah, exactly. One fucking apostrophe. And then Dookie, mm. you know what she does? So when she's, you know, she does that track changes thing in your edit function.
1: Oh, in Word. And, yeah. Yeah. You can do the same thing in Google documents. Yeah. Mm. So
2: she's commenting, but she's also crossing out words and replacing them, replacing my words with her words.
1: So she's, in effect, being your editor.
2: Yeah, she crossed out a whole sentence.
1: Did you ask her to be your editor?
2: What the fuck? So at the beginning of the second chapter, I have this sentence to kind of set it up. And all right, it might not be working. Fred called it perfunctory. All right, I'll take that on board. It fine. Is, is perfunctory. Yeah, I did kind of write it at the last minute. But, okay, fine. But don't cross it out. And then she starts crossing out words and replacing them with her. Okay. Listen, bitch. You, uh, you want to rumble with me too? Well, fucking rumble because those are my words. Okay? If I use a word, that's the word that I want.
1: Okay? To quote Moxie Moxington yeah. from a Dookie radio show from about a year or so ago. Yeah. You came here with a set of words. You came
2: here with a set of words. woman knows what she speaks because she's American too. She came here with a set of words, right?
1: Got my own words. I don't need other words. You don't need other words. Babs has given you additional words.
2: What Moxie Moxington also said was she was talking about another woman, she said, I want to scratch your eyes out, but in a nice way. Mm. Great Quote of the year, as far as I'm concerned i want to scratch this woman's eyes out but and not in a nice way i don't give a shit yes, but don't enough. fucking change my words they're fair my enough. words you crossed out a whole fucking sentence what am i three you should see this critique it's like written all over like you know when you're in junior high and mm. you get your fucking essay back mm. and it's all in your life you got a d minus it's like she practically gave me a d minus
1: were you impressed with the improvements
2: She can take her improvement. She can stick it up her butthole. And she's friends with Trenton. So I'm like, hey, why don't you take your words and why don't you stick him up his butthole that's right in the middle of his face? You understand me? Oh,
1: I understand you. So,
2: yeah. So she simultaneously made me feel like I'm an apostrophe idiot, which I'm not. And she's made me feel like an idiot. Okay. Go fuck yourself go fuck yourself. That's what I'm saying. And she felt the need to like, Oh here, I thought I'd give you this in soft copy as well. Look forward to seeing you at the next group. Go
1: fuck yourself. So you opened it up at eight something in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, and it was there.
1: Do you know what time roughly she sent it to you?
2: Well, it can't have been the night before because I checked just before I went to bed. So, so what it says to me is she either she got up in the in the wee hours mm. or she got up and it was the first thing she did that morning because that's how badly she thought I needed her fucking comments twice because I need improvements. Don't change my words.
1: To quote George R. R. Martin, the world would be a much better place for writers if there were no editors. Babs has been your editor.
2: Yeah, I'm not there for people to pick up my punctuation. I know how to do that. What I don't know is how other people are gonna receive the actual content. Yeah, I know where, you know, I can get you and Sylph to look at my, my periods and my commas. I could get you guys to do that. I can look it over and go, oh, shit, I got an apostrophe. Uh, fucked up. Okay. It's- I can do that myself. What I don't know, it, I need somebody to read it and go, as a whole, you know, this is either working or not working. Like they do with my mm-hmm. first chapter. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's not working. I'll get rid of it. That's fine. I don't need you to treat me... Like a fucking idiot. Okay? Go fuck yourself. I agree. Dookie, that's three. I I don't know. I'm trying to think.
1: The focaccia, was it nice?
2: Yeah, I don't eat. You know, I'm not there to eat. I don't want to eat. I, I don't want to eat. I want to come home and eat when I can relax. Not while, like, I've got some fucking butthole face in my face. You know? Not... Do you want to eat when you're getting ready to rumble? No, you don't. I'm I'm here. You know, you're you're like you're like looking for a fight with me. I don't I don't want to fucking eat.
1: Rumbling is an appetite suppressant.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm uh, I'm getting drunk. <sighs> I'm getting drunk. And and what I find is that I get louder and stupider as the night goes on. And I think you know, whatever. They're probably just. Oh, and can I tell you one last thing? So, every night after writing group, there's some of them that go to the pub, mm. right? In fact, I think most of them go to the pub. So, and I haven't done this because... You,
1: you didn't have the requirement <laughs> to. Because
2: I don't require <laughs> any more alcohol you've by had this an, point.
1: You know, you've been able to enjoy your own libations.
2: Yeah, and and I don't want all that awkward, small, chitty-chatty. Mm. So, I've declined. And, and so... Last week, I got up and grabbed my bag, and and they all started looking at each other like, so we go to the pub, and I'm drunk. So I announced to the room, I will come to the pub with you one of these days. And I've never, you have never seen silence fall on a room. The silence <sighs> fell on a room like a horse poop in the middle of the grounds of Buckingham Palace yeah just like a giant fucking splat during the Queen's Jubilee that's what it felt like a, that enormous fucking splat and I had like seven people all looking at me like I was the one who laid this turd right and they just looked at me, so I said, okay, so I'll see you next week. And I left, and I ran up the road like a dude to the tube. And I thought, oh, shit, well, maybe I'm not invited. Oh. <laughs> so, like, like, they're all looking at me like, well, we didn't invite you, and you don't seem like you're in uh, requirement of any more alcohol anyway. <laughs> so, because you've just proceeded to get louder and louder and louder. So, all of y'all go fuck yourselves.
1: Go fuck yourself. So, Marsha, why do you still continue to take part in this group? Dookie,
2: please let her answer that question, because I (laughs) haven't got a satisfactory answer to that question. I haven't got a satisfactory answer. And you know what, Dookie? She's actively trying to rope in some of our friends, because there's a couple of our friends who do writing as well. And she tries to, like, rope them in because she needs ballast. Um, but but after, like, she describes it all like she's just done on on these three podcasts mm. and, and then wonders why they look at her in absolute horror at the very thought. <laughs> like, if you're... Tr- Marcia, bless your heart. If you're trying to sell this this writing group you're doing a terrible job yeah i know i'm like so it would be like me saying right now to you and and all your listeners who are very patient with me and listening to me sound off about all this crap like so do y'all guys want to come to the writing group now and i and i (laughs) assume that there aren't you guys all sitting there listening to this going no fucking way man no fucking way
1: well, your decanting skills are so impressive you can easily provide other Listen, bottles for people to drink out of please, on it, the sly and the quiet. Yeah,
2: if there's anybody listening to this that wants to come along, please, I'll buy you the booze. Well, I'll meet you in the Marks and Spencer's in line. Uh, look out for the lovely cashier who's got a nice big smile on her face. And, and I'll buy six cans and I'll bring an extra water bottle and we'll just, we'll get drunk. <sighs> Dickie, sounds
1: like a plan
2: I can't answer your question about why I keep going I really can't I can't masochism I can't yeah I, I, I can't it's like yeah One of self harm one of my friends wrote on my Facebook page like I th- cause I, I I posted about the apostrophe thing and he was like well I thought we'd agreed that all these people were cunts and then he went like oh and i bet they're your facebook friends too and now they're all reading this and i was like well they're not my facebook friends because they can barely stand to be around me in person <laughs> you know like you weren't invited to the pub and i'm like oh shit all right never mind your
1: goal for the next group if yeah. you do decide to go uh,
2: yeah probably yeah you, you
1: have to make it to the pub if only to really <laughs> if only to fill the room with discomfort
2: all right, I'll- I will do that but i'm gonna have to have a fourth one in my bottle that's gonna be a four can night
1: so you're going to have so in effect eight shots before going to the pub with these people who probably don't want your company
2: they probably don't want my company but i'll like you know tag along and then i'll get there and go i'll just have a i'll just have a sparkling water please (laughs) because you know i'm so teetotal like that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I do realize that I have to go just to see what it would be like. Because I think the bitch face goes. Right. I got a feeling. And I'm like, well, you hate people. But I don't know. Maybe you just hate me. Maybe she
1: know. lightens up. Who knows?
2: Dookie, if you get through life with everybody liking yeah, you, you're doing something wrong. Hear, hear. So I think part of me is like enjoys the, like you people really don't like me. And, 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 you know, I'm quite enjoying that. It, you know, it's like, well, good, I must be doing something right in life.
1: <laughs> to quote George Costanza from the television series Seinfeld, or to paraphrase it rather, they hate you so much you might just love them.
2: Dookie, that's the best I can say. And 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 the only other thing I can say is, uh, y'all three of you that I mentioned, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
1: GO FUCK YOURSELF! Fuck! Well, that is indeed your lot. Marsha, why does she do it? In a strange way, as difficult of a prospect as the writing group is, it still inspires her to write and to rant, and she's brilliant at both. You've been listening to Right Said Fred, part three. My name is Dukey, and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and uh, <clears throat> pop my weasel. Thanks listening Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle That's the way the money goes, pop goes the weasel Facebook Click on your mouse to our Facebook page Facebook It's easy to find It will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dookie Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The Dookie Radio Show This is the heavy, heavy monster
0: sand. the is sound around so if you've come in off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat well listen buster you better start to move your feet to the rockin east, rock steady B of Morsha. One, One step, step beyond. Step beyond. Yeah!